Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Glamour's Hey, It's Okay podcast. Today, we have Fern Cotton with us to talk about everything from red carpet outfits to protests to that really cringy thing that she once did tune in it's a very special treat we have today on the podcast we have the pinup the pops the, the podcast pinup as a, as the itunes reviews are telling us our associate director james williams hello oh, oh hello i don't know about that but thank you Ooh. hello oh, don't fake your modesty around <laughs> here and we have an interestingly fun fact for everybody fern cotton is actually technically a glamour employee she's a glamour columnist glamour award winner but ironically, so far the hardest guest to book on the actual podcast, <laughs> her diary. Hi, Fern you're, Cotton. You're basically, Hello. Just, you just told off. Yeah, I know, by my boss. Yeah. Um, I know, well, it's mainly ch- sort of children and childcare. How dare they? Gets in the way of Damn stuff. Them. And then you nearly died of the flu. Oh. Yeah, then I had the flu. Oh, the flu's horrible. Awful. I hated that. That was so sorry for cancelling that. That was. Yeah. Oh, God. I couldn't. I mean, if I'd been paid a billion pounds, I couldn't have made it here. So but the lesson learned is do not bandy the word flu around no. when, you're, when you're feeling a bit under the weather. No. Real flu is like horrendous. Is being told off by Joe. Because <laughs> you well, to I, have you brought your doctor's note? I mean, uh, standard policy. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Did the, has the dog eaten your homework? <laughs> yes. I haven't even got a dog, but yes. Well, absolutely. I mean, as usual, you look absolutely the picture of health. So how are you oh, thank today? You. Yeah, good. Very well and good and happy to be yes. here. Happy. Yes. yes. Oh, she's good. Oh, see it's what you did Yeah. So tell us, you are um, about to release a book. Mm. That's why you're here. Yes. Publication yeah. day is in two days. Yes, that? exactly. That's... It is the 9th of Feb, which is um, quite a terrifying prospect. That's actually. my dad's birthday, so it's all going to be good. It's a perfect day. Yeah. Perfect day. But I'm scared, but I'm excited. Are you as excited or as, as scared as you were? Because obviously you've had a book before. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm way more nervous. I think with the cookbook, it was definitely a challenge and it was um you know a first for me doing you know stepping into that territory so there were nerves around it but um I wasn't too bothered if people sort of judge me on it because it's a hobby that I love whereas I think this book is much more of a sort of a vulnerable passion project where I've written about things really honestly and I've sort of talked about 
sort of sides of me that I don't normally show. So mm. people that have interviewed me in the last few weeks have been like, oh, it's, you know, it's a departure for you, but I feel like it's the exact opposite. Everything else I do is kind of a tiny bit of my life. And actually this is what I like to talk about and, and what I believe in and is actually the real me. So it's weird sort of revealing a whole other side of yourself to people that think, they go, oh yeah, you, radio DJ or whatever they think you are, um, is a sort of a title. And I'm sort of peeling that back and going, oh, I'm a human. And this is all the sort of things I believe and that I'm happy to now you know show to you and um and see how that makes you feel now it's called happy so what was the inspiration what tell me about it how would you describe it in a nutshell well the the idea the sort of catalyst for the whole idea was feeling the absolute opposite of happy and feeling pretty dreadful and that being a really pivotal moment and me then kind of looking at everything that I perceived as reality or um, just things that I'd kind of made myself part of. I had to just strip back everything and, and reevaluate everything and get a different perspective on everything in life, really. So um, I found writing really cathartic. So I used to write a lot anyway and then spoke with my publishers of the cookbook and they thought that there could be something in it. So it kind of started this very organic process of me playing around with ideas and thoughts that I was having around this time. And it's ended up being a book. And what's been for you that was there one piece of one chapter we thought, I really don't know if I want to tell this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I wrote each part of the book is talking about it's not all negative. There's lots of really happy, wonderful, positive sort of tools and not tips because I I definitely haven't got anything sorted. This is not like a, a manual of how to be happy. This is almost a letter to myself as a reminder of all the things that I know but don't put into practice that hopefully people will find helpful. So I wrote all the good stuff first and then I saved the happy not bit right till the end because I just thought I don't want to go back there I don't want to think mm. about it I don't want to relive it I don't want to have to go through it all again so I save that till the end but actually it was so therapeutic getting it all out yeah. and, and writing it and actually making peace with it and it's been a bit of a full circle project in that way really cathartic yeah massive because that's the thing half the stuff you know and I think you know people um, with therapy and stuff they think oh you're going to go into you're going to dredge it all up and it's actually going to make things worse and it's not it's no. about dealing with things you never really dealt with well, yeah, otherwise it's just going to be there yeah. stagnant and it will come up and bite you on the arse when you're least expecting it so I think making peace with lots of things that or parts of your life that feel massively uncomfortable yeah. it's really hard but it's going to help but I think what you said is really interesting as well because I think what you always think of you, you go through tough times and you think oh it's, you actually worry more about making other people feel uncomfortable when yeah. in fact you, you're just show, showing vulnerability does not make people uncomfortable it actually makes you connect with people I would argue that's been the most surprising thing is since I've been talking about the book within my sort of friendship circles I've had three friends come to me and say I wish you told me because I went through this exact thing Mm. six years ago one of my friends yesterday texted me this because she just read the book and I had no idea she'd been through any of this and she had no idea I had and I think that's one of the most sort of pertinent parts of the book is talking about sharing, communicating and being open with people. Yeah. And just to be clear, what we're talking about is you have suffering about of depression. Yeah. Um, what, what was the fear for you in confronting that, do you think? Loads of things. I think personally, because like you say, James, I didn't want to drudge it all up and sort of make it bigger than it seemed in my memory and in my head. And then also, I, I feel like sometimes when you're really vulnerable and open... Obviously, you're, you're putting yourself out there. So you are going to get reactions of a varying degree. You're going to get a whole spectrum of different thoughts thrown at you. And I wanted to be in a place where I felt so comfortable talking about it that whatever anyone said to me, comments they had, thoughts, ideas, assumptions, that I could then 
not necessarily retaliate, but actually say, look, this is my story. And whether you agree, disagree, or, you know, encourage people to do similar things to what I'm talking about, then I'm still happy that what I've written has come from my open heart and that I 100% believe in it. So I I had to get to that place before I could sort of write about it. Mm. And what has been the reaction? Well, only a sort of handful of people have re- uh, read it so right. far. Okay. Um, but weirdly, when I was writing it, nobody had even a peek at it. Only my editor. So my husband didn't read it. My wow. mum didn't read it. <laughs> nobody. So I was terrified when, first of all, a copy editor read it. And then when she sent back notes, I got really upset and sort of agitated. Like, this person I've never met is telling me what's what. And once I sort of got around the fact that that's her job, um, <laughs> it all became a bit easier. And then a few of my friends and family members um, have read it since. And, and they've all been really lovely and amazing and 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 I think quite surprised because a lot of stuff I'd never talked about to anyone so yeah. it's been lovely it's such a double-edged sword I think when somebody in your position admits to those things on, yeah. on the one hand we we uh, years ago did a cover story with Frankie Bridge yes uh, talking about her depression and I got equal amounts of people saying oh my god if this can happen to somebody in her position, then I feel so much better about getting help because it can happen to anybody. Yeah. On the other hand, I got people going, what she got to be yeah. unhappy about, yeah. which I find really upsetting because yeah. I, to me, that's what stops people coming forward. Yeah. Are you, and, and I think, that, you know, listening to you talk now and knowing you as I do, it's so hard to see you in that mold. Mm. Yeah. You're really pretty. You're really successful. You seemingly have everything but it doesn't so discriminate does it, it? Doesn't, depression no. is one of those well, things no, and it doesn't make you immune to anything no. like yeah. the, the facts of my job that I love and enjoy and grab hold of are the fact that I get to have an outlet and a creative flow probably daily and that is why I'm lucky not because I'm on the telly mm. not because I get to wear nice clothes none of those sorts of things it's because I love my job yeah. you know if I was really into pottery or I don't know whatever other thing that I could love if I was able to do that as a job that is lucky that is amazing so that bit yeah I am extremely lucky to do a job I love all the other stuff that people think come with my job or assume that is in my life may or may not be true that's you know up for judgment sure but it certainly doesn't affect experiences I've had it doesn't make me immune to shock trauma loss bereavement anger whatever all those sort of you know, things that we perceive as negative emotions. And it certainly doesn't stop me going down a, a route if I'm mentally that way inclined. So, um, yeah, I can understand that some people's reaction might be along those lines. Uh, people that have experienced it, I don't think they would jump to those assumptions. Totally. Because they yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. or if they've had someone in their family. Um, but then anyone else, you know, who hasn't been through that experience, they can sit and, and judge. That's fine. They haven't lived it. And that's that's okay. One, one thing I've learned about all the mental health work we do at Glamour is that no bad ever comes of talking about no. this stuff ever Absolutely. and quite the opposite always and I, and I think mm. that's the thing I think you know the word overshares become so Im- yeah. embedded in our vernacular now but I actually think it's also creating there is a balance you know that you, you don't have to overshare if you can just share on a level that doesn't make everyone uncomfortable do you know yeah. what I mean I think although if this... you fancy doing that on the podcast oh, well, that's totally <laughs> it makes for great radio yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, so that's out on Thursday the 9th. That's yeah. right, yes. Harry Elvin's birthday and <laughs> Fern Cotton's book's birthday. Double celebration. Happy. <laughs> now, Fern, you haven't been to a Glamour Features meeting, but this is almost the same. Where okay, we sort of like, me. Yeah, we, we debate some really important stuff and then some not very important stuff. One thing I feel really strongly about, it's such a stupid topic, mm. but um, is it okay 
to only be interested in the outfits at award shows. We're coming into award season. Very topical. The, the, also, mm, oh, mm. You know, I don't shy away from this stuff, no, James. That, That's yeah, what you've got to know yeah, about absolutely, me. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Pulitzer the is big on the way. issues. Yeah. Well, it is. It kind of is a big issue because I understand. And I want to know what you think as a bit of a red carpet queen yourself. Um, you know, you watch the Oscars and there's that huge feminist movement, the hashtag Ask Her More. I, I totally respect and understand the sentiment of that. Little quiet whisper voice. I'm actually only interested in the outfits when it comes to the Oscars. <laughs> I go to bed before anybody wins anything. Well, it's on very late. Yeah. Yeah, very, I just want to know late. who's wearing. But is that yeah. is, is that, that okay? I, don't I think no, is it? But it's great that you're admitting that because there are a lot of people that will go, oh no, blah blah, but actually are thinking that. So that's yeah. good that you're saying it. I think there's room for it all. I think there's room for every here, element. Here. It's theatre. It's a whole big dramatic showcase of theatre, and whether you're in it because you're a film buff and you love seeing who's won what brilliant but if you love fashion like that's you that's the main part of your well, job isn't well, it well my thing is now this is please don't anybody tweet me angrily i'm not saying that i don't care about anything else yeah. that say emma stone has got to say but for me it's the only reason that i watch any of these award shows is to see i just think in that context let me just have the fun. Yeah, enjoy Let the bit you like. I yeah. think, yeah, you're right. There is, it's all about context. And I think the problem is now, I think, uh, and this would be interesting, Kevin, if, if you were on a red carpet now, mm. I think, and I, I would certainly feel somewhat uh, scared of asking, on oh, who are you wearing? It's yeah. almost become a bit of a dirty question. But I really, really want to know that. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I think it's fun. I mean, yeah. where I think you're right, it's about balance, it's about context. Of course you can ask that person. And also, I, I can say as a man, I'm as interested in what the men are wearing. And I mm. think where it got a bit off kilter was it was only ever aimed at the women, wasn't yes. it? And I think where it really reached a bit of a low was when they started doing the was it the heel cams or the manny cams. The heel cam and the manny cam is a, is a bit much. Yeah. But I think well, the problem is as well is for men... They're just wearing a black suit. Now, like, come on, Fern. Come on, they're just oh, wearing... so sexy. So some of them rock it much better than others, though, don't they? But come maybe on. maybe they've got a red <laughs> neckerchief or something. I don't know. Listen, James Williams pulls it out the bag every glamour you do. Yeah. <laughs> you may be an exception. <laughs> yeah. But it is... But we, we can have a lot more fun That's as women true. in the clothing yeah. department. We can be as you know, sort of um, demure and laid back or as absolutely extravagant and ridiculous as we like. And and it's harder for men to do that. So there True. is more intrigue for yeah, women's outfits, naturally. I would also argue that who you are wearing at the Oscars or the SAGs or the Golden Globes spawns quite a massive economy. Mm. People, you know, if yeah. you're wearing Gucci, then that is, that's a big deal for them yeah. and their business. So well, I don't think it's, I actually don't think it's that trivial. Yeah. Isn't, there, isn't there like a factory somewhere up north that literally churns out uh, knock-off dresses of the more Oscars? Than likely. If not, I'm starting one. <laughs> Every yeah. morning, I'm um, sure they do. You know what I've got more of a problem with? The, the, the phrase of having to say, who are you wearing? When I used to do the red carpet, <laughs> I used to go, can I just say, what are you wearing? It is I a really creepy phrase. Who are you yeah, wearing? And if you ah. say, what are you wearing? One of my favourite ever red carpet moments someone saying Nicole Kidman Nicole Nicole what are you wearing she went a dress <laughs> that's that's just, I mean fantastic so that's, that's, exactly. that's what you're risking when you yeah. ask what are I'm you fine wearing with that. I, who are you wearing I, I'm not from California yeah. I just can't pull it off I haven't like dragged on a carcass and <laughs> yeah. you know, it does have those kind of like horrible yeah, connotations exactly. yeah what's oh. the dumbest thing you've ever been asked in that situation um or asked oh, probably that is <laughs> I was, I more was prevalent in my memory bank 
Um, God, both are a blur. But I mean, I do get mistaken for other people, and oh. that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I've had people go, "Holly, Holly, nope. <laughs> Fern Britain, Fern Britain." Oh, try again, try again. Still oh, not bless. there. So that's always fun. Aren't you tempted? I used to get um, mistaken on the front row at New York Fashion Week for Tony Collette. Well, that's oh. a great thing. And I used She's to fabulous. Think, I, there's a couple of times where people from say Us Weekly magazine, we had Tony, Tony, and I had the Australian accent as Go well. So, and <laughs> they I, were so fooled. They were like, no, what? but I, I could have really stitched her up. I could have give, made all these outlandish, yeah. controversial statements, and they would have happily printed them up as Do Tony Collette. Also, but you, you just it. reminded me of when I bumped into you in a restaurant with my mum and dad. Uh, my mum, I, I, my, my mum actually called oh. you Fern Britain. I yeah, think. I think that may <laughs> have happened. That cool old mum, well done. <laughs> Bless her. That's how, that must be how I don't feel. <laughs> I know. Which yeah. one? Yeah. Well, Henson, the left. Do you and Holly do that? Do you have a side when you're together? No. I mean, you on don't the look anything stage, alike. But... I think they no. just sort of think blonde bird, caller, <laughs> one of them lot. Fern, Tess, Holly, just whatever. So, to recap, am yeah. I just the worst, most shallow human alive? No. I don't think you should be embarrassed or um, ashamed of wanting to know, but I do think, you know, it, it, there is room to ask more, dare I say, without being a bit too sort of, you also, know, it's what right show, on. it's what show you're watching, yeah. isn't it? If you're going to watch E, they're going to ask about the clothes. If you're going to watch something that's on Sky also, Arts, it might be more film-related. Yeah. It's also, where you go also, for I would it. argue, though, let's not kid ourselves, we know for a fact that those actresses spend hours, I mean, possibly hours. days getting ready, weeks Thank preparing you, for Otherwise it. Otherwise, they'd wear a tracksuit. Don't pretend, exactly. So don't pretend you don't give a shit about what you're wearing or how yeah. you look. So yeah. don't get old narky about when we ask you about oh, it. I love it when James gets forceful. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, everybody, we are absolutely loving reading your reviews on iTunes. If you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Glamour, Hey, It's Okay, search for that, leave a review, and you might win a prize from your pals at Glamour. They will. They will win a prize, Joe. And it's, guys, it's not a bribe. (laughs) 
you know, if you can leave me an impressively insulting review, that might win as well. There is an but, element of skill to this. It's yeah, not, uh, yeah. But I really, really do. I'm going to give it to a nice one today from Mouseketeer. Thank you for all your reviews. Mouseketeer says, I promised myself that I would walk for a half an hour each day this year to give myself some time to forget about my emails, the madness that is 2017. The podcast has been my walking buddy and I've enjoyed so much that I've listened to every episode. Aww. Love the self-deprecating and smart chat from these ladies and James. <laughs> Thank you, Glamour Podcast. Thank you, Mouseketeer. You're getting a little something-something in the goodie bag. That's lovely. lovely. Thank you. Uh, Mouseketeer, if you want to email into okay at uh, condenast.co.uk, uh, then we will send out your prize. Congratulations. That, that's why we've got Cat Brownie, because I always, <laughs> I always forget something. Very important, Bob. Okay, so this one is a little bit actually more serious. Is it okay... Fern and James to just not protest things. Protesting is really having a moment, isn't it? Mm. I mean, there's yeah. just so much uh, activism and anger in the world for various reasons. Uh, me, myself, and a few other glamour staff actually did la- uh, launch March <laughs> in the Women's March in January. Um, and I'll be honest, that's the first time I've ever marched. I felt strongly about it. I, I felt strongly about other issues, but never felt like me actually getting out on the pavement would really make much difference. But I wanted to be part of a volume of people showing the discontent mm. about certain things. Now, But I kind of understand people who just think, oh, that's not me. What, what do we think? I mean, we talked about this actually in the features meeting just the other day. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest, I, I feel like there is such doom and gloom going on, especially on the news feed. And I did love that thing that went up, that went viral a few weeks ago about, you know, the sort of piss take of the BBC breaking yeah. news. And, and you think, oh, what the fuck now? You know, because every time yeah. you see that, you just think, yeah. oh, no, what now? Terrifying. And there's so much bad shit going on that I have to say, I'm, I, I think it's, you're going one of two ways. I'm finding some of my friends are either becoming incredibly politically uh, engaged, they're becoming really well read about it, they're doing their homework and they're getting out there and I, I applaud them for it. But on the flip side of that, I think there are a lot of people myself included to a certain degree that actually it's also awful i'm kind of burying my head in the sand and putting my fingers in my ears and just going la 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 because you start thinking about it and you just go down a vortex of like oh my god the world is fucked but that's why i think people go out and march i think there's two things if you're feeling like that and you've got that anger frustration irritation actually going out and doing anything it hasn't got to be marching marching is a great way of being around a lot of like-minded people and, mm. and feeling part of something yeah but i think you're you're expelling that energy by getting out and doing it or if you're going out and you know there's so much injustice in this world yeah. if you are actually out there doing good you're helping it rather than sort of just sat there ranting about it over a cup of tea or feeling angry about it inside you're putting that energy into a positive and you're making it and you are even if it's a tiny difference you're still making it difference and I think also for you know I wanted to go on the women's the women's march desperately um I was looking after my gorgeous baby so I couldn't do it but so many of my friends went and again on their first marches and had the most brilliant empowering day and for naysayers that think there is no point and that it's just a useless um you know sort of operation it isn't because people know about it mm. so people instantly about people it. are talking about and it I, so it I, becomes I, bigger i've really got no time for that oh it's not going to do anything because i think if you're if there's a movement of people who feel this way what in a democracy what other choice do you have yeah. what other way do you have outside of elections to express exactly how you're feeling and showing the vast number that agree going out with that many people and showing that you are against something that but that that's what i'm saying that's exactly why i did it i wanted yeah our world leaders to look at it and go, 
oh, that's a lot of people who feel like yes. this. Yeah. Maybe even we feel should the listen pressure. to this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think to get the world talking about it and to get youngsters talking about it on social media, to get, you know, especially with the sort of female movement, to get, you know, younger women thinking about being female in a very different way, whether it struck a chord with them or not, mm. it's definitely going to bring a few ideas up of, God, maybe, you know, I have experienced this or that, or I have thought about being a female in a, in a different way. Then I think that's really important as well. Especially have, having a daughter yeah. myself. Yeah. I have to go, I... I I wasn't I was on holiday sadly for the women's march I definitely would have been there and yeah. I, have to say, I, I actually landed uh, at the uh, the holiday the resort and I literally got my phone and I was on Instagram I was so like I actually got quite emotional about yeah, it I just it thought great. it was so incredible all the pictures and the turnout being mm. what was it 10 times what they were expecting yeah. it to be yeah. and it was actually one of those things that did actually jolt me out of my dare I say complacency it was one of the things I actually thought god yeah there's a reason why people do this mm. and this is why you should get out there and do it you shouldn't bury your head in the sand I suppose back to the original point I, I don't really begrudge people who just feel aside from that mm. as long as they're not sitting aside and going well that's rubbish yeah there's Why loads of pluses I think yeah yeah also feeling like part of a community that's so lovely and whatever you know if you if you're a football fan or you like a band and you will go and congregate with those like-minded people mm. it's an even more powerful version of that getting together with loads of people that completely agree with you that's so empowering and, yeah. and makes that stronger and I, can't, I just feel it's a bit like goes hand in hand with I don't understand people that women that say they're not feminists. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. some things become, that, yeah, that's you, a really you know, good point. being yeah. politicised isn't a dirty word and you shouldn't be embarrassed about yeah. being, you know, really engaged about, you know, and really passionate about politics. To me, that Women's March was the start of something this year, the start of a, a new sort of wave of people feeling awake and engaged and ready to be vigilant about yeah. things that we need to speak up about totally. and like you said yeah. Fen, that we're not alone you know yeah. you there are like-minded people out there it's not totally going down the toilet yeah. you know and can i just say i hate crowds but i really <laughs> I, I, I needed I, would go. To, I needed to do it yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> we've agreed to talk about this topic but we are already all three of us breaking out in a sweat mm. blotching at the necks yeah and just feeling generally like we want to scream. Yeah. Is it okay? Well, I don't know if it's okay or not, but we all do. Is it okay to still be dying of embarrassment from that thing from maybe five years ago? We all do it, right? Yeah, I think people... How do you get over it? People who say they're, they're, they're over stuff, I have no regrets rubbish bollocks they are lying mm. i have thousands of regrets and moments that make my toes curl still now years later and that's the thing if you think of it in the middle of the night that's it you just feel yeah. sick and can't get back to sleep yeah. insomnia <laughs> like it just us. happened yeah. <laughs> yeah tons of those yeah no it's really funny because I, I caught that episode of friends the other day you know when when rachel says i just don't embarrass easily on that plane and they end up drawing on each other's faces and <laughs> yeah. it's permanent uh and i just don't believe people that don't feel embarrassed but then i think there are some people that that are just they just don't they, they don't sweat it and i just wish i was one of those people because Jake. i literally beat myself over yeah. with a stick Same. constantly but all the stupid things i've done said Same. i thought i was unselfconscious until james and i found ourselves at a beyonce dance class the other day oh. and had wow to, and had to strut in front of holy people. hell it I was to have seen that. it was one of the most testing things only because <laughs> you like I said, we actually realized it would have been easier if you'd been there with a bunch of strangers, but yeah. no, we or were drunk. doing or drunk, drunk. Yeah. but we were doing it with all of the glamour work or work yeah, colleagues hell. in the Gap store <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> on Oxford Street. Nice. So you know, what's to be embarrassed about here? Nothing yeah. to see. Um, I like you, James. I I think I probably feel embarrassment at least at least once a day. Yeah, I'll go home and then think, oh, I shouldn't have said that to that person. Or God, was that awkward when that oh, happened? Isn't it like, awful? I, I dissect everything uh, constantly. My overworking brain cannot stop. And we've yeah. not even talked about when alcohol comes. 
things into, into play, obviously, because, Horrific. you know, but the one thing I have to say, I, I did, I had this epiphany a few years ago and it still doesn't really help, but I, I always try to tell myself this because you know, if you've done something on a drunken night out, you've said something or, you know, you've basically put your foot in it or offended somebody. Yeah. You will wake up and you'll go, oh my God, you're an idiot. And you'll proceed to think about how much of an idiot you are. You'll replay that thought, the, yeah. what you did over and over again. And then I suddenly realised, but you know, the person you may have done that in front of or to, literally woke up this morning, thought about it once and then hasn't thought about yeah. it for the rest of Forever the day. again. But you, meanwhile, sit there in a pit of self-loathing, yes. literally replaying it like on repeat. repeat yeah. you know, it's the pit. It's yeah. the worst. What's the worst that you will admit to? I mean, to? I've got, yeah, that I would admit to is the thing in brackets here. So uh, there's loads, but um, a couple of specifics I can pull out <laughs> of the memory bank. Um, one was when I turned up very enthusiastically, aged about 18, for quite a big sort of job interview slash meeting, bounded into the office, blah, 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 and I was a day early. And I was so <laughs> desperate for this gig. And then I didn't go back the next day because I felt oh, like such a... Oh, no, because I think that's that just tells you everything you need to know yeah. about fair Oh, it was so cringe. And it was quite a cool kind of office and quite cool people and they weren't particularly sort of over-soothing to help oh, me no, in this matter. that's awful. It was the pits. Oh. But actually, this one's way worse. So um, a long time ago, I'd been on a first date with someone. Oh, God. And it had gone well. We'd had a really nice time. I didn't know this person very well, and it was very exciting. And then the next day, I was obviously retelling the whole story to one of my best friends. And I was saying, you know, not all the gory details, but sort of giving her enough juice to sort of really get excited on her way to work. And I was walking to work myself. And I was being a bit complacent. I was sort of drinking a coffee, walking, or skipping probably, you know, very overexcited. And I text something about how I had definitely gauged the fact that he was also really into me. <laughs> And I text him. Oh, no. Thanks, Kat, for reiterating oh, how mortifying that, that is. That's oh. the classic. It, it, exactly. It was too much of a cliche. And, and I managed to fulfil it. I presume it's not the guy you ended up marrying. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that was not the start of our marriage. That's it all, was that, awful. That's almost as good as that recent story we did in, in the magazine about, um, you know, the um, the perils of Uber, and especially Uber pooling. And this one girl told a story where she got in an Uber pool. And for those of you who haven't done it, you essentially share a taxi ride with a stranger. Right, right. Got in. End of days. And there were like mm. two, exactly. There were the two destinations anyway. She got in with this guy, started chatting, and the guy was asking a question. She said, Oh, yeah, I'm going for a date. I'm meeting this guy. He's really hot. I really, really like him. La la. Just basically proceeded to spill about how much she fancied him, how much she thought he could be the one. She's going to get married, have his babies. And they got to the restaurant, and then she realized he was the guy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Talk about oh, bunny boiler. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, that sort of brings yeah. bile to the throat, doesn't but it? I think embarrassment's healthy. It, 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 the, the, the rush of blood to the face will keep us young and youthful. Oh, I, I like that. Think. Looks like yeah. we've, we've run out of time. Oh my god, we, I, 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 we haven't really? even told ours. I, I'll just say. <laughs> Sleepwalking naked, Fern. I'll take yours <laughs> and raise you by a sleepwalking naked and having to wake up your neighbours in the middle of the night to let you in. That beats mine. Let's just say from now on, at the Glamour Women of the Year Awards, I will make doubly sure that the toilet door is locked. <laughs> oh, who, who walked in? <laughs> Don't know, but she screamed, whoever she right. was. You guys, this has been one of my favourites. I've got a sweat <laughs> so on. So much it's fun. Here. Yeah. And we know even more stories that Fern, you know, I know. wouldn't tell actually on the on the podcast. We thought we knew, we knew you quite well, Fern. Well, we've, we've learned a bit more today. We're going to have, have to get you back for volume two, right? I'm well up for that. <laughs> so now, I just before you, I let you go, I just want to tell everybody that you are going to be coming along to the Glamour Beauty Festival. Yeah. I am. And being a special guest of ours on the Saturday 11th of March and Sunday the 12th of March at London's Saatchi Gallery. Yeah. Log 
onto.glamour.com for all your ticket details. Not only do you get to see amazing people in conversation like Fern with other amazing people. Yeah, Amelia Freer, actually. Fern's yes. going to be chatting to Amelia Freer. So fun last year. Leg- yeah. Legendary nutritionist and, and dietitian. Um, but every ticket holder will walk away with a £190 goodie bag full of beauty products. What's not to love about that, right? Come on. It's such a fabulous weekend. You're a member of Star Ferns. You don't get one, I'm afraid. Yeah, I didn't get one last year. (laughs) I'll just point that out. Sort that out for you. Thank you so much, James Williams. Thank you. And thank you, Fern Cotton. Everybody go and get happy out this Thursday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.